the Life After High School podcast. Clifton, brother, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back, man. I'm loving the mustache. I love the big bush hat. Shout you out. like it? Represent Wilderness. right yeah. there. Uh, yeah, we got to get you some gear, man. Yeah, We're, I, I hate buying things online. You do? Yeah, so anything okay. online, is kind of, that's why I was like, hey, man, whatever it is, even if it's you bringing it to me and I pay a bit more, I'll do it. I just would rather, I like representing people I know who yeah, I have yeah, on the yeah. show and stuff like that. It's fun for me, you know, okay. my community like that. So. Okay, so yeah. you're under 30 and you hate shopping online. Is that a thing? I didn't know that was a thing. I, I thought... I'm the weird one of the four the boys. I, that's actually yeah. not surprising to me. You're a unique character, for sure. You're an Thank old you. soul. You've probably gotten that your whole life, haven't you? A couple you? people, yeah. Yeah. you. Yeah. A couple of people. Have that's like it. pointed it out, though. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people are thinking, like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I can kind of see it. Yeah. But, I don't know. You're a bit of a Ronin. Right? Right, Ronan. Ronan. You're just like you. You kind of do your own thing. You're very. You're. I. I bet. I bet you're very like nomadic socially. Right. You probably have your like your tight friends, but you could kind of hang with anybody, any yeah. age group. I like people. And you, you do. Yeah. And that's not to say that people that don't do that don't like people. Right. No, right. So it sounds like yeah. you're inferring that there's like you're above those people is what you're saying. Oh, I'm, right? I mean, if I'm taller than them, I'm, I am. But <laughs> if I'm not, good. Yeah. Well done. No, I can't do it. Really You're like, yet, Cliff, so. don't we just started this. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Firing shots already. Yeah. Just firing shots. Okay, so I'm happy yeah. to be here. Uh, this too. is my second time, round yeah. two. Uh, I think round one was great. I yeah, had fun, at least, from, yeah, so from the perspective of a guest. I don't know how it was, because I never watched yeah. it afterwards. It's probably smart. I find it tricky to watch watch it back, and only yeah. lately I've been doing time codes. Yeah. So that that's where like now I'm forced to watch it back. But now each of those clips rank in SEO. Yes. So it's kind of yes. it makes it for the episodes to be more like watch times longer. They reach the audience because that's all it is, right? It's a matter yeah. of reaching the right people. Absolutely. So, but yeah, the feedback was good on it. So, yeah, but, and, and the beauty yeah. of the way you do it's it nice. too is like the way I can, and I think a way a lot of people can this kind of stuff is you could sit there and watch it like a TV show if mm -hmm. you want or you could just put it on put it on your phone put it on your tablet yeah. while you're cooking while you're you know working on something that's one of my favorite cool. things I have a tablet in my kitchen nice. I, 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 I it's got a stand I set it up I put on whatever episode of whatever thing yeah. that I'm watching so we've talked about a few of the yeah. shows that we both will watch online yeah I've got a whole bunch of them yeah so and literally I chop vegetables I prepare yeah. what oh dude chopping vegetables to me is like uh, that's Zen that's it. Some people do yoga. Some people meditate. You're I just chop back. Just I'm just chopping veggies. I'm just chopping salad. I call it cell. When you chop as much as I do, you chop off the rest of the word, right? I don't call it celery. Let's I go. call it cell. I call it bands. Not bananas. Oh. That was bad. Okay. Was I was like, like you yeah. kept the last letter in, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. threw me off. Yeah, yeah. Trying to think of that what one fell flat. Yeah, that's okay. Well, let's Made keep this train here. moving. See yeah, if we can speaking bring, of which, um, let's bring it. Let's bring it back. Trains here. moving. Um, <laughs> branding, business, creative marketing. Let's <laughs> get into words. it. It's words. But yeah, they all rhyme to an extent. But um, bringing it back. Um, so, the focus today, right, is with you've had plenty of experience in the industry that is business, creative marketing, entrepreneur that whole good stuff, the social marketing, the meeting people, the building a brand and making that brand unique, mm -hmm. right? 
So, before we kind of get into the nitty-gritty of the questionings that people sent in and the questions I have, give us a little bit of a rundown, like your quick experience, like bullet bullet point. Yeah, I, I feel like, like and I'm trying to remember on our last episode, we did talk a little bit about my career and how I yeah, got Yeah, I, I don't want to rehash all of that, but some people are watching this, didn't watch that, they want to totally get that, right? So... I've been, it's been about 11, 11, 12 years now I've been running a branding agency. The branding agency is Launchpad Creative. Uh, I worked for CTV for years and then I, I went out on my own, yeah. right? And even when I first started, and this happens with a lot of entrepreneurs, I wasn't super clear on what it is I wanted to, to, to be. Right. Uh, I, th I thought it was going to be more video production, more social media marketing right and then it just started to broaden and broaden and broaden right I just had such an incredible amount of different things I had done in school different work experience all that so you know I've worked with at this point probably <laughs> this sounds wild to say out loud but I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs CEOs managers uh, people of positions of decision-making even people in positions of influence or just working for organizations mm -hmm. that are trying to do their best job possible because every yeah. there's so many different like not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur fair right, Some right? like shouldn't be and why should they yeah. why why would you because there's so many roles that are incredible roles to be in um instead of being an entrepreneur right, right. uh so i work with a lot of different people especially on uh you know asking themselves why they're doing a thing what their goal is, how do we work it back, so yeah. figure out the goal, and then work it backwards. Right, what systems do you have set up to achieve <laughs> Very simple it. things yeah. that I've had to do for myself, right. that I've had to do with other entrepreneurs. The, be the beauty is, like, uh, when you get to work with a lot of different entrepreneurs and managers yeah. and, like, high-achieving individuals, you learn so much from them. That's like, true. Yeah, some I of the imagine. people you get to sit and if you just, like keep your mouth shut or like absorb or really pay attention or even really ask them yeah. questions when you have like a little moment where it's appropriate and you go like, yeah, how'd you do this? Right? Like you, what you've done, Glenn, in creating a pot, you've created yourself a little bit of a platform yeah. to be able to sit down and have conversations with people, learn, absorb, mm -hmm. hold on to what you can, throw yeah. away what you don't need. Right. Which is also like half a reason why I find myself often more often than not barely speaking during episodes if that type of if the person in the conversation is more geared towards like they're going and they have a bunch of things and i know there's so little time that the audience can yeah. focus in on yeah you try to get in on, yeah as much as you want to get all the good stuff out while still not it's like focuses on you let's hear it and then it's it's cool because i was talk i've talked to a few people about this but at the end of the day i'm just reaching out and asking strangers who i admire in one form or another or want to like learn about yeah. or learn about their industry that they've or a name they've created for themselves. It's literally it's just, it's just I love stranger. watching you build this out, right? It's cool. It's Thank been you. community focused, but the, you can grow it beyond that. Absolutely, I mean, especially Absolutely. on what Absolutely. we've learned. Because yeah. when we did our last one, it wasn't during the pandemic. It was pre-pandemic, yeah. right? Yeah, which is. It was a different life. Bananas. We were sitting down. Bananas. We could have never said what the last year and a half or whatever it's been no, yeah. would be like. Yeah. That's wild to me. Like it It's wild when you kind of are sitting in, because we were sitting in these exact seats, exactly. recording chairs, yeah. like the same people we are, 
but a different knowledge set. Isn't that it's wild? It's weird, like, yeah. Like, when you really start to it. analyze it, you're yeah, like, it's freaking oh, me. man, it is... We're uh, way more exhausted than we should be. <laughs> like, all these really weird things, but... Yeah. Speaking of that, how is COVID, and a couple people ask this, um, yeah, yeah. so kind of transform like, this... The COVID thing. question. Yeah, how... how is, yeah, sorry. What role <laughs> has COVID played in today's branding strategies? In the marketing industry, <sighs> man, that's a long question. That's a that's a really good question. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out what angle throw it, and I was like, like, "We're gonna make this question into one." Yeah, so it's kind of like it's similar. Like, how is COVID? So there's a lot to that. And I'm gonna kind of look at the stages of my experience with it, right? right? And so I had quite a few different clients in different spaces, and mm -hmm. it affected them in different ways. Mm -hmm. And when we were like going on our first lockdown, my phone was ringing off the hook. And not in the good way where you're like, oh, I'm so excited to answer my phone today. Uh, like, <laughs> it was like a lot of very nervous, very anxious entrepreneurs. Yeah. And I mm. also felt some degree of anxiety. Yeah. Um, I felt like less panicked though for some reason I kind of was like sitting back going okay what is this you know like I I'm not gonna react I'm just gonna go what is this what does this mean yeah. right I wasn't quite sure what it meant and so part of big part of my job was to go uh, is to try to calm calm people down not saying anybody was <laughs> like yeah, no one's but they were much, nervous, right? right? They were right. very nervous, right and, and so. I didn't want them to be nervous because mm -hmm. I genuinely believe you don't make your best decisions in those states. I, I think it was I wanted to calm them down, but I also didn't want to be yeah. disingenuous and go like it's going to be all right. Like I don't because yeah. you don't I, know. I, I genuinely believe that wow, it's going to be what it's going to be. But work. I had faith that we're going to get through this, right? Yes. And almost immediately. So I had to start doing my homework pretty quickly. Uh, I, I wrote up a pretty, uh, I think a pretty decent blog on uh, pandemics of the past mm -hmm. and how they affected businesses. If you want to see that, go to launchpadcreative.ca. Which will be linked in the uh, description below. <laughs> exactly. Go to the blog section. I actually got to reread it because that was over, that was over a year ago I wrote that. But what it forced me to do doing my homework is yeah. that I learned how, what happened with uh, with businesses during that time, right. what businesses did in regards to their branding and marketing. So a few of the insights that I came across that was quite interesting were that businesses that didn't stop advertising, mm -hmm. uh, they dropped off the least, right? Okay. Pretty, seems pretty Makes obvious, sense. right? They dropped yeah. off the least. They still dropped off. Yeah. Some of them maintained. Some of them maintain, obviously, a very, very small fraction went up. Yeah. Um, but what it did show is once the pandemic stopped, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I looked at a few different ones. Uh, one of the, I also looked at recessions as well. Uh, I thought those were uh, very important to look at. Um, and so, what we saw in that research is that for the next two and a half years after the recession, mm -hmm. the companies that continued to brand and advertise themselves yeah. saw uh, extreme growth, right? As opposed to the ones that pulled back to try to save that uh, revenue. Right. Now, it's going to work different depending on your business, so that's yeah. a very general thing, and it's, you know, um, 
I always want to be ca careful when answering these things because some some of these things may apply to your business. They may not. Right. Depends on what sector you're in. Yep. Uh, it depends on um, the size of your business. What kind of yeah. cash flow you have is going to make a major uh, difference on that. I mean, we've seen some like we've seen, for example, during this, the uh, restaurant sector take a major hit. But uh, but we've seen takeout not take the same kind of hit. No. Right? I've got clients in that realm, and I've seen even from their perspective mm -hmm. where the takeout clients have actually done well. Um, yeah. Relatively well. That's Keep that in mind whenever I In comparison to what takeout used to be when they had the restaurant. Even some growth in some of these. Oh, wow. Well, you got to keep in mind, everyone's staying yeah. home. It's... Sure. For me, I always try to go, I try to look at things as, how is this scenario going to change human behavior? Yeah. If we could predict how it's going to change human behavior, and if we could do that to scale, then we understand how to participate with our particular businesses. Right. The unfortunate thing is, and this is what sucks to say, is some people are in spaces, business sectors, yeah. that just, it's very challenging to figure out what to do for them right like yeah. there's there's like if you are running a gym like we're in a yeah yeah shout out to yeah. inspired subway troop mma if they tell you you have to close down well just, what do you, you I mean, what do you do no amount of branding is going to help you in this moment now what branding can do branding can make sure that when you open your doors back up that there's a lineup there and so this is a scary proposition because now you have to invest money into branding, still yeah. being positioned, still talking to people, and you, you do. don't know. And that's that's dollars or time coming out of your resources, yeah. and you don't know how long you have to do that for. But I do recommend to people, don't disappear into the night. If this is still what you want to do long term, if you feel like you want to continue this business mm -hmm. once this pandemic is done, you can't disappear. You just, I really, really recommend against it. Be there in some way, some form, something. Yeah. Again, easier said than done. Much. Yeah. But, but still mandatory. This yeah. was... We never thought things would get this difficult, but we no. never, nobody ever promised us when we were kids life was going to be easy. So life's true. I remember that speech. Nobody gave no, you that I speech. Get that speech. Um, so I understand. Uh, I understand the frustration. Uh, oh my God, do I ever understand it? I mean, but then it's like, what can we control? What can we do? And I try to focus my energy on that. I try to focus the people around me. So I don't know if that really answers the question. What's branding no, like during COVID? Definitely. Branding during COVID is reading the tea leaves. Like, <laughs> be self-aware, yeah. right? Be self-aware, right? Um, Know what your personality is, and 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 yeah. try to continue to communicate. Whether that's on social media, whether that's on traditional media. I mean, there's so many different ways to continue yeah. to communicate with people. Some of it costs money. Some of it doesn't. Right. Some of it's just a matter of you know the company like you're representing. You know, even just having like a shirt and then going out to you know trying to help people with things. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, doing like things like this, setting up your own little fun yeah. podcast, writing your own blogs. Maybe yeah. you're not, you know, extroverted in that way. Well, start to write a blog. Well, maybe you're not in, yeah. into writing. Maybe that's not for you. Uh, there's so many things you could do. You could just post on social media. Yeah. You could comment on other people's stuff. Like, 
people just commenting, just going online, let's say like on your brand's Instagram, just going online and commenting on people's stuff. You don't even have to post your, just comment on people's stuff. It, it's, it, it, it increases your discovery exponentially. Yeah. Right? People look at their comments. Yeah. Oh, all the time. People look at their comments. It's not like... I mean, unless you're you're commenting <laughs> on brands that get 100,000 comments. Well, like, don't go to those. I mean, you can if you're... NFL, NBA, <laughs> yeah, UFC. Yeah. Oh, like, if like you're cool. really quick and you're first and you've got a banger of a comment, yeah. okay, hit that comment, right? But overall, engage with people in your community. Your community doesn't mean your geography. Your community means what what that means to you. Yeah, like the niche that you're in. Whatever niche you're in, right? Mm -hmm. We could use a lot of different examples there. Yeah. Whatever niche you're in, comment on the stuff. There you go. Every single day. You may be worried about screen time. We'll set a fucking timer on there. Yeah. Right? And spend an hour every day. Just yeah. go across and comment. One hour. Just comment. Can make a major difference. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of partially taps into this next question. Yeah. That was, um, how do you stand out in a very busy world that is social media? Because now everything's very, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it. I find it's good where it's, there's so much of it. So people are like my audience retention or the average view duration from episodes is way longer. Okay. But views are less. Whereas it would be the other way around before everybody started sitting down and working from home all day and stuff okay. like that. Oh, so you right? noticed so they, an increase there. Yeah, That's it's a, cool a very insight. weird yeah. like thing because it's always like view duration's always up, and I'm like, yeah, and there's probably changes on the back end with YouTube, right? YouTube yeah, is trying to keep you on the platform longer, mm -hmm. so you you'll notice that people are making like 15 minute long videos now. Why? So that they could get, I believe, that gets them two commercial breaks. Yes, and so that increases their revenue. And YouTube yeah. wants you to do that, right? So there's right. like incentives to that, and then the audience. I'm trying to think of why the audience maybe stays a little. Yeah, like like you said, right? They're kind of kicking around the house. You know, chop they're not on go as much. They're chop and sell, you know? chop and sell, son. So, so sorry. What's the question? How do we stand out? Yeah, how do you stand out in this um, busy social world? Uh, I try not to think of it as busy, like social, like, so when I think about branding, I just think human behavior. So a lot of times people try to bring it over, like, what do I do on social media? Or so you're a social media marketer. It's like, no, no, we're a brand agency. Uh, social media is just a tool, just like a billboard is just a tool, yeah. right? It's a different type of interactive experience, right? Where you could communicate, you could have a back and forth in real time. And that's the difference with it, right? As opposed to uh, traditional media. So... Standing out obviously comes with a lot of different challenges, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you know, I think one of the biggest things is be consistent, yeah. right? Be consistent. Uh, I love um, the concept of grit, right? The concept of grit is basically mm -hmm. just being consistent and persistent over consistent a period of time. Consistent, consistent and persistent. Yeah. And over a period of time, you know, you will see that growth. Um some people just want to post a thing or two and hope to go viral with it. And they're like, because they've heard that story and that story spreads yeah. and it seems and sounds interesting. But if you continue to do a thing over a period of time and you're going to get better at it, like odds are you're going to get better at it. So don't look at yeah, it. Yeah, I've never seen an example or experienced an example myself where that hasn't been true. <laughs> well, it should be you true, know? right? And so everyone's going to get better at different rates. So if you want to okay. stand out, I say 
you know, have a little bit of grit, consistency, consistency and persistence. Uh, speak to things that are interesting to you, mm -hmm. because if it's interesting to you, it's interesting to something somebody else. Right. Don't try to imitate too much. Yeah. Uh, you can emulate a little bit. You can look at people you really like, and they they're like their personality lines up with yours, like the personality yeah. of your brand or yourself. Look at them, and, and you can learn some stuff. Don't copy them, but kind of get an idea. How do they speak? How do they post? How do they write their mm -hmm. captions? Uh, what kind of images are they posting? Yeah. What does that connect to in your life? Like, what is similar in your life? If You know, it's good to look up to people and learn Absolutely. from them. Absolutely. You yeah. know, don't imitate them, but but learn from them and go, how do I take those tools? If you just spend the time and really look at a person, like that you're really, like a person or a brand that you really admire, you could learn a whole bunch of stuff from them and then you just, just go, how do I do this my way? What's right. my flavor? Like, what's my flavor? Yeah, and here's another been, question. Yeah. Survey your friends. Survey your friends. Huh. Literally go... You could even put together a few questions for them, or you could ask them casually, but you could put together a few questions and say, hey, I'm trying to figure out what about my personality stands out. Can you help me? Because I'm me. I'm me, and I, I only see me the way I see me. I could yeah. only guess at where how I think you see me. Dude, I've probably done that one time, like six years ago. Yeah. It was interesting, because oh, like, you don't expect... Kind of the answers, but I also feel weird asking people. Yeah, but that that's going to hold you back, right? <laughs> right. So you got to go yeah. go get past that whole yeah. ego aspect of things. So they'll probably go. A couple of your friends will tease you. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's going right? to happen. They're your friends. Yeah, you're like get did. get over you. Like you think yeah. you're going to live this life without somebody making fun of you? It's I. Uh, what day. kind of life is that, man? Like, yeah, no um, and oh. so ask those questions of, of people that know you to varying yeah. degrees as well. That's also important. To ask somebody that you've only had a few encounters with is also a great thing because that's going to give you a really good idea of how the average person on social media may view you because they haven't had very many. Yeah. Whereas your close friend is going to have just an intimate understanding of you. Right. So they're going to give you different feedback. So again, collect the information, understand who the information is coming from, and when you kind of figure out, you're like, oh, that's my, my little thing. Double there down is. on that. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalize on it. Huh. Oh, man, I hate that my tea's going to run out. I just wish yeah. that it was just, Starbucks, can you guys figure out a way so that the <laughs> tea is constantly just refilling and staying at the perfect temperature? Is that, is that, uh, Starbs? Get on Starbs? it. Get on it, Starbs. Yeah. He doesn't have enough time to say the whole name. You guys got to yeah. spend a bit more time. Because I'm a chopper. I'd be chopping things. Bottomless cut. Yeah. Cups. But, so, you've had um, a reasonable amount of experience as an employer. I have. That's such a weird thing. I never referred to myself as an employer. It just no. So, again, that's one of those things that feels so cringy to me. Sometimes, like, uh, <laughs> teammates will like tease me. They're like, "What's up, boss man?" I'm like, "Oh." Like, I remember mm -hmm. bumping into one of my teammates at. Uh, a bar. Sarah, you know who you are. Sarah, I bumped into you at the bar, and she was there with all of her girlfriends, and she's like, this is my boss, and I was like, whoa! Settle down. I'm like, get out of here <laughs> with so that That's so funny. Stuff. That's how I'm Jeez. getting introduced? Come on, I'm so much more than just a boss. <laughs> I'm also a doofus, and, uh, you know, 
other such oh, things. Uh, it's just strange because you don't identify yourself that way. Some people want to, and great for you. That's amazing. That's not, sorry, that thumbs up isn't even designed to be condescending because I know it probably came across. Like, good for you, buds. Uh, no, no, no. No, that's great. Yeah. Some people really take on that role. Mm -hmm. I feel very strange. I do want to, like, have a major influence on a lot of decisions, hence why I've taken on this role. Yeah, yeah, I'm a leadership control. role. In mm -hmm. a leadership role, I enjoy being in that role. Yeah. Okay, did I just throw us off track of the question? No, not at all. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. I may not say a lot, but when I say something, it's. I like well, to think it typically. It's just back. again, it's like uh, it it's it's one of those. Things. So I've been in this leadership role for yeah. a long period of time. Yes. What was the question? <laughs> I don't know if I really. I don't think I asked. <laughs> no, you, you said, hey, so you've been an employer and you just ram it in. I, just I hate being a boss. I'm nobody's boss. <laughs> I don't want to be recognized as anybody's boss. Oh, yeah. It's like Cliff, do you Sarah's interviews? Yeah, Sarah, why would you do that? Like, uh, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of where we went from there. But um, So you've had experience with employees. <laughs> okay. Um, give me the difference between a good employee and a bad employee oh, based on your experience. Oh my God. How could somebody be good and bad? There's so many things. Uh, and I'm speaking from the, I'm speaking from having not great employees in the past and having phenomenal uh, team members uh, and, and being a, a, a shit employee and maybe being a pretty decent employee. Yeah. So there's a few different angles I could look at this from. Now I'm, I'm gonna tell you right away, mood is a big thing. It's all right to be in a bad mood, a good mood, all of this stuff. That is all right. Those are your feelings. You're allowed to experience your yeah. feelings. But what are you consistently presenting to the rest of the world? I feel like your mood is the gift you give other people. And so what gift do you want to give them? Yeah. And so this is really important. Now, that's not to say that you can't have frustrations. You can't have, oh, you're going to have your off days, all sorts yeah. of things. But Everybody has those. So the mood is really important, yeah. especially with a creative team. But I think with any team, I think all teams, whether or not you specifically define yourself as a creative agency like we do, or if you're just any business, you're always, you always have to be creative. You're always coming up with creative solutions mm -hmm. to issues. Right. A lot of times it's not having enough money for things or not having enough time for things, right? Mm -hmm. Not necessarily having the skill for certain things, right? So you're... You know, your, your mood's very important to what you're presenting to, because it'll affect everybody around you. Absolutely. It affects everybody. So you want people that are going to be, um, they're going to want to try to moderate their, their mood to the best of their ability, uh, because it's going to affect everybody on the team. Right. Um, so that's, that's one, um, that could be good or bad, depending on how you, how you do it. Another yeah. one, this is a big one for me, is that a genuine care for the team. A genuine care for the mission. So I believe if you're an entrepreneur, you're on a mission. You've got to be. It can't just be the day-to-day. -day. At least I don't operate that way. Right. It can't be the day-to-day. -day. You have to be looking to achieve something bigger than the individual and bigger than what you could even imagine. So for Launchpad Creative, we want to be yeah. an agency that is able to work on a global capacity, uh, working with clients of all sorts of different sizes, mm -hmm. uh, being able to help them influence 
you know, people, again, in different countries, different languages. Yeah. These are the things that we want to do. We want to be able to have the freedom to not have more clients, but to have a more comprehensive ability to work with uh, uh, clients with really ambitious goals. Right. Right? That's yeah. what we want. We really want that. We want to work with people trying to make big social change or big... Um, Big economic change as well. So that's what we want to work our way towards, and we're going to get there. And so that's our Absolutely, mission. Yeah. That's our mission. And um, so, so people that understand that, that are on the team, that want that, that care, that think mm -hmm. about things that are outside their job. I remember when I worked at CTV, there were people I worked with. What they wouldn't do certain things. They'd say, "That's not my job." That always drove me nuts. That's not my job. Not well, I get sometimes if you're consistently being asked to do something that is outside of your skill or what you were hired for, and then it's taking away from what your actual job is. That's Address yeah. it. Go, hey, I was hired to do this. This is. Are you, do you feel like I'm not yeah. doing good here, and that's why you're putting me... Let's communicate that. So good communication. Mm -hmm. That's also going to help with employment. Good. And just asking your, uh, I guess, your higher-ups... If you're an employee and you want to do really good at a place, speak to your manager, speak to your CEO, and go, what is? what are your goals? Like seriously, what are your goals? What are your personal goals? What are your professional goals? Ask them that question. Don't think that they have to ask you that question. Reverse it. Yeah. Go, what, what are your goals? Well, how do I help you achieve your goals? Do you know how far that sentence will take you? Because they will answer that. And Every once time. They answer it, you know it. Yeah. So it's it's beyond making maybe make maybe they'll give you a not so clear answer. Just making this quarter's yeah. uh, numbers, right? That could be depending on the. Time. But you're like, yeah. well, why is that? Well, because we need to make money. Why? Because we want to be able to have the freedom to do this. Because we want to attract this client. Because we want to be able to position ourselves yeah. this way. And now you're having a better understanding, a more holistic understanding of the business or organization you're working for, and then you're available to be able to kind of go above and beyond so mm -hmm. that to me is what defines a good employee um, interesting because i found speaking on that point of yours i found that in the past whenever as an employee i've asked supervisors managers and owners of the company i've been working for i'd ask them that exact question and i always get a very good answer yeah. they're like oh man nobody's asked us that in a while well <laughs> i actually am working on this really cool project you want to see it i'm like Yes, Jeez, they they open it up. Yeah, it's interesting. When I ask people that, they give me so much, and then they feel even yeah. more connected to you because they feel like yeah. you care, caring about your managers, caring about your boss, is what. Uh, there you go, caring about your boss and caring about the team. So many people, yeah. I think, because of the way we come up in educational systems. Or I, I don't really know what the yeah. reason is. We look at authority in this way like they're a different species. And sometimes it's easy to posture like us against them, yeah. right? As opposed to like, it's they're humans too. So view people as humans with wants mm. and needs. And we all want to need. And if, if sometimes an employer could kind of be standoffish, but maybe it's... Maybe it's you. Maybe. Think about that. Yeah. Some people don't want to say that. They're like, complete self-ownership. Yeah. Maybe it's you. And maybe you could figure out what that is. Survey yeah. your friends. Survey your friends. <laughs> exactly. It's all going to come back to that. Yeah. So, yeah, because I had a few on those lines that kind of 
brought it together, but um, I guess that answers also how can an employee approach their career in like the best well, way? Well, again, there's so a, a lot of ways to do it. No, but yeah. yeah, that's part of the answer, but also having very clear defined goals mm -hmm. with an understanding that those goals can change. So a lot of times I feel like people have a hard time sitting down and writing on a piece of paper what their goals are. They're like, yeah, but like in a year from now, what if this? And you're like, yeah, you'll deal with that then. Yeah. That what we'll if doesn't there. matter right now. Leave yeah. it there. Right now, set your goal. <laughs> set your goal ambitiously. I kind of said it earlier. You, I don't know, maybe I said this off camera. I can't even remember now. But what's the goal? Then work it backwards. Yeah, you We call that, that a work back sheet. Okay, we love work back sheets. Yeah. Because we go, what's the goal? Then work back all of the steps that get you there. And then if if you don't know some of the steps, that's what research is for. Mm -hmm. That's what asking people is for. Ask people who've done a similar thing. Find those people. Find them. Don't be shy mm -hmm. to throw somebody a message. This is your life. This is your career. Why not do this? That's stuff. a good point. Why yeah. not do this stuff? Um, and and that's going to help move you forward to get yourself in a position that you're happy so that you're making, you know, maybe more money, more gratification out of your job. Yeah. Uh, all of the things that you're looking to achieve, right? You're, you know, ultimately I think what we're, I had a great conversation with one of my clients the nice. other day. Uh, so I'm working with a tick machine First Nation. Nice. That's cool. Um, and they're a wonderful community mm -hmm. and they've got this project, I guess I'm going to just share what the project is, nice. even though it's not fully like launched, but it's amazing. It's, uh, this is, I'm so lucky yeah. to do this job. I love it. Cause here's the type of opportunities that, you know, when we last talked, I had no idea that this was a project I'd be working on. So I link up with the tick machine first nation and what they're doing is they're launching an outreach program to connect with community members that are suffering from mental illness, suffering with addiction, a, a, a wow. lot of the times homeless, and they want to be able to connect with these community, uh, these members, uh, and other people that aren't members as well, also suffering, and be able to give them traditional teachings. So basically what we're doing is we're going to be buying a, a van and converting, uh, converting it, uh, there's going to be clothes in it. There's going to be medicine in it. There'll be traditional medicines in it. Uh, there will be food in it. Uh, we're going to be having a screen installed on the outside of it so that you could park it and you could actually like oh, play. Oh, that's so cool. Right? So if somebody had a message or somebody had a thing, they could park it. They could bring out seating in a parking lot. We could go, they could go to the members, especially the ones mm -hmm. that are, uh, are homeless, right? And be able to go in a parking lot, give them a teaching, right? That's and we're gonna have speakers installed on the outside so that they could do the traditional drums. Oh, that's cool! It's a very unique, special yeah. program. I've done a lot of research. I haven't found anything quite like it. Nice. I know that they they've got a really cool program in Thunder Bay with mm -hmm. a First Nation group out there. I believe it's Thunder Bay. I could be wrong on that. Somebody could fact check me and, and let me know mm -hmm. later. They do a similar thing, similar, but I think ours sense, has though. been rethought and even brought a few steps up, in, yeah. in my opinion. Um, 
And so this is a this is a communication program that we're working on, giving it the right name, giving it the right slogan, the right call to action, the right you know, slogans are basically battle cries. Right? So you want to come up with a slogan that feels like a really good battle yeah. cry for your organization. Look at Nike, just do it. Right? That's a yeah. great battle cry. They good. came up with that in the eighties and that was like just mm, stuck. They just nailed it's that. It's so one. good. Oh, yeah. Man. So that's one of the programs we're working on. So I'm talking, and I'll tie it back in. I'm talking with one of the the members that is involved with this project, yeah. Carmen, uh, lovely, lovely, lovely human being. Uh, she is, I believe, the head of health, their health, uh, um, like uh, community health. Mm -hmm. And we were just kind of talking purpose of life, right? You get into these deep conversations yeah. as you're trying to, you know, figure out aspects of the program. And one of my beliefs has always been, like, to connect, right? To connect with ourselves, to connect with people, to connect with nature. Yeah. And then her response to that was, like, we were, were here with a mission to grow. Our purpose is to grow. To grow our understanding, to grow our knowledge, to grow our love. And I... Oh man, that gave me goosebumps. That's so good. The way it resonated oh, with me, because dude. you're right. That is the purpose dude. of life. You're born a, you're born this little small little creature, and all you do is grow. Yeah. And maybe there's a stage when growth stops, physically, but it doesn't stop mentally. <clears throat> it doesn't mm -hmm. stop spiritually, and and these things are really amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Um. And so I, I just feel like connecting with like your purpose, connecting with a deeper purpose, is really going to help uh, people. Obviously, I don't even know what the question is at this no, point. I just kind of went off that's on awesome. my own. That's really cool but story. you know, this is this is going to help you figure out what that goal is, right? What is your goal? Well, your goal is going to be to grow if you want to have a happy life. If you really identify that, where am I going to grow? Am I going to learn something new here? What could I learn? I love the idea of mastery. Right, always yeah. kind of picking up a new thing and yeah. trying to get good at it, as opposed to just showing up. I think that's going to be tricky for people. Right, there's the clock in, clock out thing that just isn't. Find meaning. It's tricky. Right, that's like that Japanese philosophy: find meaning in the uh, ordinary. Interesting. I love that. That's good. Think about that's that. Really good. But just find meaning, like. Um, you know, it dates all the way back to the Karate Kid, to be honest <laughs> with you. With Mr. Miyagi, yeah. remember he had those trees, and they would just yeah. sit there. And the bonsai the, tree. The bonsai, bonsai tree. Trees, yeah. Bonsai! <laughs> but that's it. It was like the mastery of the ordinary, right? I find that really fascinating. And so even if you are in a job where you're like, it's repetitive, it's boring, there's something there. If you look hard enough, there's something there mm -hmm. uh, that you, sh you should try to connect with. I think that would be helpful. Interesting. Yeah. And I think that search of always growing is why it's very weird for me to look, and I know we touched on this a while ago, with like ego and stuff. That might be the reason I have a hard time looking at like why looking back is like, oh, that's the reason I've been doing this for, like, yeah. I've been persistent on this. Whereas, yeah. oh man, having the people and the conversations that I've had on the show and then looking back and talking to new people and having reoccurring people who I find interesting on and a, it's just a very cool thing that I think a lot of people miss is this, uh, they think they cap it. They're like, okay, I'm this old, 
I can't learn anymore. This yeah, that's, is it for me. And that's so not true, too. No, like, there's suck for this more many years. There's so much evidence out there. There's a ton of evidence that you just continue learning for your entire life. Yeah. And you just get more refined and you get better at it. Yes, I understand there's a lot of people that go, oh, the plasticity of your brain and da da da. And it's like, that's still not, like, that's still relatively new science as well. So, like, mm -hmm. be careful what you choose to believe because. If you choose to believe things that hold you back, I don't yeah. know. I'm just like, why does that serve you? How does that help you? You know, uh, I think it's just sometimes better to uh, better to look at the aspect of it of, you know, what can I do to get better at any area of my life? Yeah. And, and so you could do that within your profession. You could do that if you're looking to get better uh, at your job. If you're setting goals for yourself, if you're sharing those goals with the people around you mm -hmm. and, re and updating them on those goals, man, huge, your yeah. employers and the people that work with you will respect you so much for that. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people just have a hard time answering the questions, though. Yeah. Doing those personal audits are very challenging. Sitting back and doing a personal audit of yourself is super difficult to go through and figure out. Where do I get better? What have I been doing? What yeah. patterns? Right? This is what we're always talking about. Right. Pattern recognition. Everything is patterns. Everything. Everything in nature. Everything in life. There are patterns. Right? Mm -hmm. Behavior is based on patterns. So if you could recognize the patterns and you go, which one of these patterns serves me and which one doesn't serve me? Okay, then eliminate it. Just go, can I remove that pattern out of this behavior? What's a thought pattern that I have? Mm -hmm. Okay, how do I remove that? I think Henry A. Simon is his name, and he was a uh, um, social science, behavioral scientist, and he was the one that did some of the first, like, really good in-depth research on patterns. Uh, worth looking into. I think I have the name right. Double-check that, obviously. Um, yeah, well, but sure. he has some very fascinating um, uh, studies on, on patterns and, and I think pattern like that's what our brain is our brain is pattern recognition software mm -hmm. it's what it is so there's yeah, some things you don't have to think about and that's why if you repeat and practice something you then put it in a portion of your brain where you don't really have to think about it to, so now it just does the thing so now you can move on to the next thing mm -hmm. right now if you try to do too many things at once you're never gonna build it into your brain in a way that you could subconsciously do it. Makes sense. Right? So yeah. you want to, again, focus on things. Figure out what your goal is. I want to master this aspect of my job. I'm not going to get every aspect of it. Just this aspect. Boom. Once you get that, again, we call it second nature. It becomes second nature. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and then you move to the next thing. And if you do that, and you do that sequentially, think of things sequentially. You build good patterns uh, one at a time, sequentially. And if you do that, the person you can develop yourself into, man, that Some is a better dangerous, number, yeah. dangerous, man. That guess, yeah. you know, we talk about flow state, yeah. right? You've, you've heard of this. And, oh, you know, yeah, Michael Jordan's one of the greatest examples of it. And so people do misunderstand yeah. the flow state sometimes. They go, you get yourself in this, you know, this state of mind where you're not thinking, you're just letting your body react. And like this is like how you get to that ultimate stage. Flow state is useless, useless without mastery. Michael Jordan doesn't just go into flow state and shoot the best basketball of all time without having 
mastery of the craft through yeah. practice, practice, He's practice. shooting hours. Oh, dude, I talk to so many people that are like, yeah, I just wing it. But you're like, you're not good enough to just wing it yet. Yeah. You can't just wing it. And you if you think you're doing a good job, you're probably wrong. I, I hate to break it to you. They're all pissed now. Fair. They're like, damn you, Clef, I'm different. I'm special. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> I'm special. You probably are. It's like, but... get really good at the thing, then you can wing it. <laughs> Fair. Right? That's Unless fair. you're practicing winging it. <laughs> That's a different thing. Then you can yeah, practice winging it. And then don't really try to master that, because... Well, you can't master what you're doing if you're winging it, because then you're not the, mastering it. You got it, right? right. So if presentation is the thing, mm -hmm. then master presentation, and then you can wing it. Yeah. So that's my thought yeah. on that, I hope that means something to somebody. I really do. I honestly do hope that means something so to somebody. I. So do I. Yeah, that's a that's the majority. If that's the most. All that's all. Questions. Well, that's yeah. good. Those are good questions. Now, I want to talk about. Can we talk? Can can I turn the tables on you? Oh, brother, we can absolutely turn the tables on me. I love <laughs> so that's it. Exciting. Like, there should a be a role like round two. They have to ask you questions now.